Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore is a proud member of the WOW Radio Network. You can join us on the web at www.wcradio.com. While you're there, you can click on the chat button and join us in Internet Relay Chat. You can also click on the forum button and join our bulletin board system. You can also click on the shows button to investigate the other fine shows on the WOW Radio Network. Please also click on the Donate button and learn how you can contribute to keeping the station up and running and allowing us to improve the quality of our shows in an ongoing fashion. If you wish to participate in today's show, you can join us in Internet Relay Chat, or you can email the show at ch at wcradio.com or casuallyhardcore at wcradio.com. And now, on with the show. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, Totally out of... For Sunday, the 22nd of June, 2008, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I am Iolite. And I am Grail. Welcome to our show. Here on Casually Hardcore, we are all about WoW for the non-rating or time challenge set. And we have apparently a huge gap in our lore knowledge, at least Grail and I do. (laughs) Yeah. I we never fail. claim to know any of the lore, so I won't say this was me, but we got it is some pretty corrections. funny. <laughs> Titan, Elemental Lord, Imp, I mean, it's all the same, right? Basically. Yeah, well, we fail. And okay, they kill them and they drop loot. I mean, that's... There you go. <laughs> that's the main mentality. No. Fat loot. We, I think we we do have some corrections, So funny some of the corrections contradict each hey, other. Hey, what do you do? So, <laughs> go figure. But it's good. It sparks conversation. Yes, indeed. I think that's really good. And, and it also sparks uh, laughing and pointing. Well, that too. Neener, neener, neener. But I digress. <laughs> can you uh, can you run through how to get onto the IRC again? again? Okay. Just to be really... I, I've... Uh, person in game who's asking for a little help says he's not connected you can proceed to www.wcradio.com click on the chat button up in the top right hand corner of your screen you will be assaulted with a long list of instructions you have two choices at that point you can use your own irc client and point it at irc.mmoirc.com or you can click on the web chat and a little java applet will open assuming you have java installed which you can get at java.com and you can do your chatting right there in the window. At the moment, I believe the MMOIRC network is undergoing some maintenance, which may cause the web browser IRC client to fail. Yep. MIRC, if you Google MIRC, is a very good uh, shareware IRC client that you can fire up and use to get into the channel. And the forums right now are up or down? The uh, up and down like a yo-yo. Uh, They're in the midst of being upgraded, so don't rely on the, the forums for the next little bit. Uh, they are receiving a rather large update. Thank you, Moonwolf. All the right. forums are going to be wacky. Please uh, bear with us during our upgrade. <laughs> he says thank you very much. Oh, you're so very welcome. Good deal. <laughs> Ye and ha. So... Uh, Let's get to this right at the top of the show here, since we totally failed to do it last oh. time. I had uh-huh. commented that we would try to <laughs> announce to you... <laughs> yeah, you beat yourself up over that. That was pretty funny. Well, because I fail. Uh, announce the next two shows worth of uh, t- 
topics so that people who are only able to listen via the archive or just want longer to think about things have time to submit emails to the email address ch at wcradio.com. Right. So for our next two shows, we will be doing one episode of Tank Talk with the healer's perspective on healing different kinds of tanks as well. Yep. And then the week after, we'll do our final Outland Masters of Five Akanai Crypts. Oh, boy. <laughs> My favoritist of all time. Get me a heroic right now. Saving the best for everyone uh, before that one. Exactly. <laughs> uh, also on the topic of future shows, next week, we will not be on the air. Uh, yours truly is fleeing to the White Mountains of Arizona to, to, to participate in Ham Radio Field Day. And uh, that overlaps completely with the showtime. So, the Donut Geek Boys... Geek Central! Hey, I'm going to go off and meld with the proto-geek. Right, I know. I mean, hams are like our, our precursors, our, mm-hmm. our ancestors. So I'm just going to go and be be with the original nerds, because damn. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with, be with a guy who took an old television set, and with no other materials than that and a soldering gun, built a working ham radio. We had a solar cook-off wow. this week. At uh, the school? At the school, Sweet. and um, they they cannibalized um, an old scanner. Oh, really? A flatbed scanner? The, yeah, and used the to help focus the mm-hmm. light. And, and between, Yeah, it was pretty funny. Hardware hacking I'm is a very, blast. I'm, I'm very um, horrified by the people who actually ate the food, but that's all right. Hey, temperature hey, is temperature. Yeah. Who cares how it gets hot? You should come I, on. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm over here, not eating that food. <laughs> you're, a, you're a child of technology, yeah. a child of industry. No this kidding. has been done this way for eons. Yeah, go on a camp out where you have like the, the what's that, the Dutch ovens. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm. I mean, same basic theory there. Yeah, Dutch stuff. ovens are intended to be cooked in, dear. Well, what, uh, what, what did you cook your stuff in? Solar, on the scanner. <laughs> on the scanner. Was it clean? <laughs> One would think so. They needed the optics. <laughs> All right. So there you go. So next week, do tune in to the regular showtime. Just don't expect to hear the three right. of us. You'll hear the Donut Boys, and the Donut Shop will be open. Uh, I believe they will also be substituting in there for a show or two for uh, Octel and Hordeck versus the world who I believe Octel has to go back and visit the family in Wisconsin. Uh, listen on to their show to hear the details on that. But welcome to Mickey C. and the Donut Boys covering our butts next week, and we'll be back the week after that for Tank Talk, and then the following week for Akanai Crips Masters of Five. The last Masters of Five. Oh, yes. from Outland, anyway. From Outland, yes. Yep. There's been there's been a surprisingly large number of emails saying, hey, do some old world Masters of Five. Come on, it'd be yeah. fun. <laughs> Masters of Five, dead mine. <laughs> I'm thinking that's been suggested. Master Five, Anixia's Lair. Oh, there you go. Oh, I think for people who join the game late, you know, who joined the game recently, there's right. no reason whatsoever that that wouldn't be useful to them. <laughs> They're moving pretty quickly through the content, though, and they've made leveling solo so ridiculous. Much, yeah, <laughs> that'll be so part of our main easier. topic in the second segment today. We had. Yeah. Yeah, we had people in the party in the uh, talking, and they're, they're at level sixty-two in nine days flat. That yeah. sort of thing. So, wow. I mean, it's yeah, I'm impressed. I you know, so it's a little crazy. By the way, uh, in-game party is at the Brewers Field and outside Iron Forge. Um, so bring your stuff and let's have a good time. Um, and we're in good shape, and hopefully we won't lose our connection this week. Yeah. I've done many things to try and ensure that we will not be dropped, and so far looks rock solid. Knock on simulated wood product. 
And we, we are 10 minutes into the show, and you have yet to acknowledge our form person, Muggy. Might want to give him a shout-out or something. Well, maybe it's because my co-hosts keep on distracting me <laughs> from my spiel. Because we're talking to you and You're actually sh- giving content. This is what yeah. I get for like rearranging the table so I can actually see your faces. I <laughs> exactly. should like, face you towards the walls and I'll, do, I'll be fine. Your spiel is supposed <clears throat> to include that. <clears throat> it's in there. <laughs> all right, all right. So anyway, welcome to Casually Hardcore. <laughs> in the IRC channel, as usual, we have the amazing Muggy. Ooh, good Muggy. If you have PMs for us during the show, please don't PM the show host directly. Please PM them to Muggy, who will screen them and forward them on to me, and those are the ones we will pay attention to. Uh, just helps stop us from being deluged by, oh my god, you must shout this out. Yes. Or you got that wrong, you fool, which is more often the case. We're, we're pretty effective at we, ignoring we, those. Yeah, well, okay. yeah we, we, well, we get things wrong. Smite, but, smite, what? you know. Not us. I think we just get them. We just don't get as much wrong as people think we get wrong. <laughs> we just get them in with a different perspective yeah. from right. <laughs> so there is that. And yes, Moogie is a good monkey, Eliwick. I agree. He is the good monkey, not merely a good monkey. Yep. The he, good monkey. If he were a good monkey, it'd be like, you know, do they come in six packs? What? So you're saying rank number one, good monkey? Or is this the ranking system we should begin to use in Carpet Sharks? The monkey system? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be, yeah. Because, I mean, you could have... Bad monkey. Yeah, bad monkey. monkey. Trunk monkey. Trunk. (laughs) (laughs) Sock monkey. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sea monkey. monkey. Sea monkey and good monkey. There you go. That's That's perfect. Very wrong. Get that guilt together. There's an evil monkey in my closet. Yes, (laughs) from traffic acid. (laughs) Evil monkey lives in my room. He wasn't always an evil Shout monkey. Shout out to you, <laughs> But how do you do just the clenched teeth and point on the radio? Uh, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you need like dramatic music in the background or something. There you go. Uh, we don't have dramatic music, but we do have... Well, and they can make you think you're being pointed at by the evil per- monkey. Perfect. But I digress. Oh, that's funny. So I spent a little time this week while we live in our tangent section. Yes. Uh, <laughs> actually... Picking up and reading some of the World of Warcraft comic book series, and I can't get into them. I tried. No, I tried. It's too a little too manga. Uh, a little too, a little, little too esoteric. A <laughs> little too separated for me. I, I didn't even anyway. know there was a comic series. <laughs> there is one, and it didn't really grab my attention until I realized that they're actually doing significant story movements. Oh, really? That affect things like very likely the oncoming expansion. Oh, because they just and. Uh, potential spoilers upcoming here, but I mean, if you're reading the comic, you've read the most current issues, so you already know. Start out with a very generic storyline of human guy washed up on the shores of Duratar, had been punked on the head, not a good memory, gets taken in, taken captive, turned into a gladiator. Okay. And you follow the story of the, hey, look, a party of feral druid, blood elf, human. Right. Wait a second, isn't that cross faction? Oh, well. Yeah, I guess yeah. you can do that in the comics. Um,. Hmm. So you have just the story of them fighting in fighting significant, noticeable, you know, the in Dire Mall fighting as gladiators. Hey, look, stuff from the oh game. yeah, all right. They've just done the reveal of Mister Amnesia's true identity, and anyone who's done the missing diplomat quest knows who we're talking about. Oh, really? It is the missing King of Stormwind. Gotcha. 
Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. It's not a spoiler after the episode has been released and the issue Wait, is yeah, out there. The issue is out there. So if you read the comic book, you know that we've we've run into the King of Stormwind now. So I guess the story nice. will now be getting him home because they did some preview pages on uh, worldofwarcraft.com of the next issue where conveniently, just as he's kind of realizing who he is and is heading home... Uh, the imposter replacement king arrives at the gates. Ah. Alongside Lady Katrana Prester, of course. Right. Because, well, freaking Anixia. How many times have we killed her? Yeah, I don't know. Millions. As long, as long she as has been beheaded of, uh... how many times? <laughs> I'm looking forward to, I'm hoping, since they're doing this storyline, that when Wrath ships, you'll be able to walk into the throne room and not have Anixia looking at you anymore. That'd be good. But that would break all, this, all the quest lines in the old world, so it'd be interesting to see how they... Building up or to if it. they even mess yeah. with that. Sometime, well, yeah. I mean, how could you have the king back and have Katrana there? Just have the king somewhere else. Yeah, or just have Katrana somewhere else and just change the one quest, one or two yeah. quest pieces that have you in Stormwind. Go find this stuff. person yeah. hiding yeah. in the crypts or something. Yeah, um, a- I used to be so powerful. I just oh, think- that's funny. We could put her in Barry V.A.'s apartment. Hey! There you go. That is awesome. So you you're have- telling me that Barry V.A. has a Nixia sleeping over. Hey there. Bow chicka bow bow. When is the, you know, going to be a full church due for them, or just a civil ceremony? I don't know. Well, I'm pretty sure she can't fit in a church. Not in her natural form. Um. Or she burst into flames. I don't know how, how <laughs> churches work in the World of Warcraft world. Yeah, I was thinking about that on the way over. Religion isn't really all that prevalent in that. But you've thing. got priests everywhere. Yeah, I know. But I mean, we're not a hundred percent. We're not a hundred. Yeah, they're just serving the light. Yeah, that's all they're doing. You know. There's been much much discussion of the okay. How exactly does an undead priest throw the light around, huh? <laughs> Without you know, <laughs> bursting into flames. Well, uh, I, maybe it's a different look over here. Look over here. Yeah. Shining maybe, down. Maybe, maybe it's a you know light comes on different wavelengths. Mm, there you go. Maybe it's a different wavelength. Well, I mean, and since then we've learned you know, the, we've met the Naru, who are the allegedly the source of all light. Yes. Um, oh, we are so talking Vorlons here. And so it begins. Yes. We are oh, all cautious. Speaking of comics we've yes. been talking about, as long as we're still in our tangents, yes. section, of which I think we are. Section one. Um, been picking up on the comics, and you know, we've been following Buffy season eight. Yep. Well done, um, Joss. With Joss Whedon, and again, fantastic writing still. We saw the end of the Astonishing X-Men series. Yes. Um, the end, the end of, this, written, of this written chapter. Written by Joss Whedon. Right. Where Joss was playing a role in there. Um, and then we also... Uh, have seen in the last week or two weeks the mid-season finale of Battlestar Galactica. Yep. And the the latest episode, just last night's episode of, of Doctor Who. Freaking awesome. And everyone has been worshipping at the feet of Joss Whedon. Pretty much, yeah. Um, recently in terms hmm. of their writing. And I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but holy moly. We read they a lot were of amazing. Interviews so with... So definitely take your time and spend a little TV time. Oh, yeah. Cool. Convince the, uh, your parents it's balanced living. <laughs> TV, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Here, at least you can see me sitting on the couch. Yeah, staring at a screen. <laughs> <laughs> Drooling slightly from the left lip. But anyway. Nice. Yeah, the, uh, you read a lot of the interviews with the people who are currently helming Doctor Who, and they uh, very much looked at the success of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and saw the, the method that Joss would use of putting little hints to the larger story arc, ha- having a larger story arc for a season, <laughs> right? and putting a lot of the hints early on without actually blatantly coming out and saying, this is a Wham! episode where we are advancing the big story arc. Just little things you can then go back and look and say, oh, there it was! It was already there. Look, they were thinking about this. Hey, there it is! 
Uh, Oi. Yeah, fun stuff. All right, I, I accidentally looked in um, email. Whoops. Accidentally, huh? Accidentally, just, yeah, yeah. It, just, yeah. It, um, it clicked up on your screen. And uh, clicked all on a while ahead, and um, I got to an inbox. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just have to really quickly apologize to uh, Joe Leaves, uh, long-time listener, first-time writer, who said, um, I've never missed an episode, and the forums are rickrolling me. It has been fixed. Uh, it is claiming the forums are, down, forums are down a clever ploy on your behalf to trap us all or what. Actually, it was a clever ploy to try and keep you away from the forums while we're fixing them. Why would you want to, why would you want to be rickrolled, exactly? Why would you seek so, that out? Yeah, I, no thanks. Respect, respect for Rick Astley aside, just... Boy. I've heard that song <laughs> enough. It's enough already. So, yes, that is being, uh, forms being updated, and you shouldn't be rickrolled anymore for going there. Nice. And what, there's another one. Yeah, let's, let's overrun our uh, lore fail. Oh, okay. You want to go through that let's real see. quick? Yeah, yeah, fix the lore let's fail. Clean All up right. from the previous episode. That belongs here in the first segment. Well, All right. We had, I think, a couple emails on yeah. it. Here's um, the first one I found here, okay. which is go ahead. politely. Uh, titled Lore Edits yeah. from the last show. Yeah. Hi, Casually Hardcore Crew. This is Akuba of Lothar US. Just emailing in to correct you on a few things that you said last show. Just wanted to clear things up to make it a little more convenient. I've made a list. <laughs> 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 when in doubt, list. <laughs> it's so I've funny never because seen it's like. You're wrong, dressed up more prettily. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Number one. Ragnaros is an elemental lieutenant, not a lord. All the lords are in the elemental plane. Incorrect. According to? Wow, Wiki. And? I did some fast research. Actually, he gets resummoned. He's the only elemental lord not on the elemental plane. That's the, the, uh, the, the, the dwarves made a horrible error yeah, by bringing him here. They accidentally resummoned him. So he actually is an elemental lord. One of the, I think maybe you get the lieutenant is he was a lieutenant of the old gods. Yes. So, I sound knowledgeable. Yes, you, do. you can read a <laughs> webpage. I've read a webpage Go before. Crazy. Um, Go crazy. Also, I have seen your wrong dressed up a little more prettily. Oh, really? If he really wanted to make it pretty, he would say, you know, this is Akuba of Lothar US, just emailing in to advise you on a few things that you said on the lore last show. Just wanted to make sure you had all the information you needed. Oh, you drank the Kool-Aid ages ago, didn't you? <laughs> oh, yes. Or she is... So you never say correct. You always uh, say advise. Uh-huh. You never say... Well, I think you, you, know. you could also have phrased it like that... I just like to give you more information. I, people are saying you're <laughs> incorrect. He's but not saying you're incorrect. Let just others help. People are saying you're incorrect, you're incorrect. yes. Yeah. Number two, Sargeras <laughs> isn't the only Titan that we know of. We actually know of all of them. and can probably find their names on wowwiki.com. Yes, but he's the only one who has since they all left after the creation of Azeroth has poked his nose back in at least the upper half of his body through the Sunwell. Right. And actually what we also had is um No, that was Sargeras that poked us? I thought that uh, was no, it was Kill whatever his name Kill is. Jayden. Kill Jaden. Kill Jaden is um but no the the, the Titans are known and actually looking and doing some research on that, they've actually fleshed them out a lot in the role playing game, uh the actual pen and paper WoW wiki mm-hmm. or WoW game I should say. It's where they get all their info. And from. that's I personally hadn't read that. So that's that seems to be a really good source for lore knowledge as well. But yeah, there are about um uh, seven of them. Named in their Titan pantheon. Yeah, I like the um, all the hints we get from from the uh, old old series of instances, yeah. Uldaman and Uldum, which hopefully we'll see the inside of one exactly. day. But it's 
all like computer speak, and it's all like these mechanized things right. came and seeded the planet. The, the, the hinting is that these titans are just huge technological constructs that came and terraformed the planet. There's something. There's something. <laughs> it's interesting to see how that gets fleshed out. But whenever they have you, know, you you're reading off of some right, data discs, right, and, and it's right. all tech speak. It's like wow, that's an interesting twist True. on the whole sword and sorcery with. It's, it's like Dragon Riders of Pern. You, you, you yeah. come into, hey, people riding dragons, who cool fantasy. Wait a second. Colony? Yep. Spaceships? What? Well, well I mean, you know, I mean, Anne McCaffrey writes almost all of her books in the same universe. Yes. Just she different really eras. Is, almost all. And you're just, you're different times, different eras, but you're all federated sentient planets. planets yep. Yeah. The FSP. Well, I mean, as soon as they came out with this last expansion, I mean, look at uh, the Exodar. It's yes. a spaceship. <laughs> no, it's an interdimensional fortress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say Robotech? But anyway. Yeah, no kidding. It's the SDF-1. <laughs> no, it no, starts it's walking Exodar. around. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting melding of uh, semi-tech, yeah. semi semi-good blending, fun yep. stuff. If you're having problems with the Black Void today, we do apologize. I understand there are some problems with IRC. We'll... Um, you know, keep working on it, but yeah, the just trick. The trick I had, trying. I had pointed mine at gadgetzan.ir.gadgetzan.mmoirc.com. When I changed it back to irc.mmoirc.com, it began working again. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, as far as the flash one is working, um, send information to either Moonwolf or Moonwolf or Cadwallian. Uh, and they will see what they can do to get that fixed. Yeah, so, maybe beyond their control. Seems to be working okay. I'm sitting in it right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're using MIRC? Yes. Yeah. See, people using the website think are having uh, issues. All right. Um, number three? Number three was... Thunderan isn't an elemental lieutenant or lord. He is the son of one of the elemental lieutenants that Ragnaros imprisoned in those two bracers you collect. So he is in a ring of power below Ragnaros. I do remember that. Yeah, so he's actually he's the prince of air. Yep. Yep. And I think Alakir is the uh, yes, that's the, the actual his, his elemental papa. lord. Yeah, uh, this is one of, I'm not sure, but I'm going to take a wild guess and say Murmur isn't an elemental lord unless Outland Draenor has its own elemental lords. Uh, you know, I read into that, and it this is kind of it hasn't been defined. They call him the essence of sound, yeah, primordial essence of so, sound. But I've also seen him referred to as a lord. You could probably go either way on it. I would, but yeah, he is the essence of sound. Which means he's the essence of a, of a traffic jam colliding with a, an orchestra. There you go. Yeah, I love. I, mean, <laughs> I, I thought my sound card was malfunctioning the first time I took on that fight. Nice. That yeah, we've we've talked about that one before on this. Thanks. Love the show. And can I get a burp? I'm sorry. Drop in. Well, far be it from me to deny you the the joy. Of- <laughs> I'm sorry. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Nothing well, that was our first class. drop-in for the show, by the way. So you've been neglecting the drop-ins. Uh, I did the, the hypnotoad, and I did the good monkey. Yes. Oh, okay. So well, good. I guess I'll I'm forgive not, you. I'm not overloading us with... Uh, um, uh-oh, you've released the beast. Oh, man. The beast luck. is free. <laughs> so we have one cradle wow. smacking you and me down for our lack of lore knowledge. Oh, oh my god! No, the other Put one was actually on. just the correction on Ragnaros. The fact he is a uh, elemental lord. Okay, and that was not put so politely. If I recall, it started with <laughs> "You fail." Don't sound stupid. I think was the way. That oh, just cool. basically said, "Don't sound stupid." Yeah, it's, awesome. It says yeah, basically, you know, it's nice that you're talking about lore, but you may have confused people who don't know that much about wild lore. Like us. some background research before saying something stupid <laughs> wow wiki is great and yeah it actually is great and um it's just difficult to look it up on the fly during the show yeah. without having it be 
silence on the air. Exactly. And one of the things that, that kind of cracks me up is that, you know, if you never do something stupid, you're never going to grow. Mm-hmm. And you never learn. Um, Failure basically, is essential. if I haven't made a mistake by 11 in the morning, I haven't gotten out of bed yet. If you've done six impossible things this morning, why not round it off with breakfast at Millieways, the restaurant at the end of the universe? I, Amen. That's funny. I've raided with some people that if that's the case, then they should be about 50 feet tall from growth from doing Ooh. things stupid. So <laughs> I'm feeling that love. Yeah. <laughs> He's feeling the love. <laughs> Let's see. Well, one thing I had happen this week, which I'm very proud of, Ooh, is do tell. I think I'm finally done with needing to go to Magister's Terrace. I got my shard of contempt on Saturday. <laughs> so my rogue is feeling very happy. Ah, and very things cool. a lot better. I still want the Phoenix pet. And you did it before the nerf, because 2.4.3 right. promises some nerfing. They're swinging the nerf bat at the Magister's Terrace. Yeah, the, supposedly Vexilus is supposed to... Toned down a little bit. Yeah, Vexalis is supposed to be tauntable and heroic now. Yeah. He's already tauntable and non heroic as right. in the last patch. Um, yeah, 2.4.3 uh, patch notes were released, and there's some interesting fun stuff in there, um, such as the many nerfs to Magister's Chairs, including the Kale fight, which is the. Yeah, but there's some good stuff coming in the patch, too, right? I mean, fun. Yeah. Aren't they, is, isn't this the patch, 2.4.3, where they're going to lower the cap for mounts yep. to 30, and they're going to... Yeah. I mean, things... Again, level, 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 level. They're really kind of... Pushing for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll talk get about your, that more when we talk about Get your characters ready Today's. for Wrath of the Lich King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm in the grinding cash mode at this point. I just yes, grind. Too. just want to grind cash to ensure that I'm really ready for this when it comes out. Yeah, I've finally been working on my cooking skill for I actually got it above 300 it's pretty amazing I hate cooking and but I hate fishing more than I hate cooking <laughs> those kind of go hand in hand so that's always been preventing me from 375 baby Ugh. gonna go get me a I, pet I weep for your time <laughs> well that is something that uh, we've talked about the non-combat pets before we might even do right. a show highlighting them but if you want to talk about the hard-to-get non-combat pet, mm-hmm. the oh. magical crawdad pet. Oh, yeah. Number one, you have to get to 375 fishing. Right. You have to get a bunch of plus fishing uh, food and gear and glove and chance. Magical crawdad. This isn't Chuck. No. No, this no, you, is another one. We got you Chuck from... Yeah, you got... Well, you got me, Chuck. There's 17 spawn points for Highland Mixed Schools, which is the only place you can f- right. fish a rare drop Mr. Pinchy out of Mr. Pinchy's a crawdad with three, three wishes, wishes right you do one wish per day and you have a small chance that one of those wishes might be the non-combat pet so you have to get 375 fishing fish one of these 17 schools that have a one hour respawn time on them wait for the extremely rare drop Mr. Pinchy and then across three days hope that one of the wishes he will randomly give you will be the non-combat pet Hmm. I have never seen the Magical Crawdad pet ever. Wow. But yeah. Talk about the pain and suffering involved. I mean, I've been waiting forever for my uh, Crocolisk <laughs> pet, and Io got hers, and Glow got his before me. <laughs> Crocolisk? What was that? There's a daily fishing quest uh-huh. once you get to level 70, and you can start doing it now if you want. You can do it at level zero fishing. Yeah. Because you wait for the daily to become crocolisks in the city. Oh, okay. And you only have to fish in Stormwind, which anyone can do. 
Gotcha. At least for the Alliance side. And then there's a small chance that part of the little bag of rewards you get will be, will be a bucket, right. which is the... Uh, there's three or four different versions. Muckbreath, Chuck, and someone else. Yeah. yeah. We've got Muckbreath and Chuck so far. Mm-hmm. Um, slash salute to character by the name of Hale Nemesis in the... Um, <laughs> In the game today, who is actually uh, talking in general chat and saying, Master, Master, where are you? I would like to tell you that he is swimming and having a great time. Yes. <laughs> so we are coming up on our first music break. As stated last time, I'm going to continue to try to use uh, listener-submitted music and or music we are permitted to include on the podcast. So we have to slice it up so much and everyone can enjoy uh, today's, yes. Toothy. Toothy is the third one. Mm-hmm. Very good. Thank ah. you, Thank Gray you, Gray Void. Thank you, Thigh Oh, Master. Black Void, you failed. failed. Black Void didn't rise to the occasion? What well, the? Well, so many people are being locked out of the Black Void. That's their, true. Their cumulative brain power has been reduced. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're playing from uh, behind here. <sighs> that didn't Ew. sound right. Creepy. Please. Especially when you consider your reputation for pants. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Music break. Pants there. have disappeared. <laughs> Music break. Dirty minds. You think? Yes. We, we, you know, we actually got used to that a long time ago. Man. <laughs> Possessor of a mind, not merely twisted, but actually sprained. <laughs> uh, I love the quote list. Yes. yes. I miss yeah. it. <laughs> so, we'll be back after this music break. This music break will feature a group called Fatimo, and the track name is Tread Lightly. We will be back right after this. You're listening to Casually Hardcore, only on WCRadio.com. Where's my drink? Ah, the good old days, when all the guildies really wanted was to swim in a pool of epics. These days, forming and maintaining a guild is a lot harder than just keeping the players in line. They want to be able to see their own DKP at a glance. They want their own forums. They want a site that's fast and looks professional and clean. More work? Why waste time doing all that yourself when you can get everything and more from MyGuildHost.com? MyGuildHost.com comes from the people who brought you UGT Ventrilo servers. That means low prices, great service, and enough features to drown an entire tribe of Murlocs in. If you want to move from your old host, well, MyGuildHost.com allows you to auto-import your EQDKP, so the transition is easier than a bugged shade of a karma. What, you, you still wipe on him? Well, we can't help you with that, I'm afraid. See what my guild host can do for you and your guild by checking out myguildhost.com. My name is Total Biscuit, and I am of the firm belief that Savage 2 is by far the best multiplayer title to come out in years. The reasons are many and varied. The gameplay styles are hugely diverse, ranging from deadly melee combat to infiltration to sniping to siege warfare to summoning to healing to building to commanding and much more besides. The world is lush and beautiful, and the battles pitched and hard fought between two very different factions. I truly believe that. Cut, cut, cut. What? What's wrong? Well, you see, you're telling the truth about the game. Well, what's wrong with that? In today's gaming world, people don't go for that. They want pizzazz. They want epic. They don't want to know how awesomely fantastic a game is, or how you have to be borderline insane not to spend the measly sum of $29.99 on purchasing this one-of-a-kind FPS RTS RPG hybrid multiplayer title. Oh, so what you're telling me is they don't care how amazingly deep, complex, and well-designed the game is, they just want explosions, rock music, and epic voiceovers. Exactly. Now take it from the top. Do you like lasers? Do you like bears? Do you like bears with lasers? 
Do you like bears with lasers that explode and shoot lightning from their hands? Do you like bears with lasers that explode, shoot lightning from their hands and breathe acid in your face? Can you name one of the game that has all of these things and truckloads more besides? Didn't think so. Purchase Savage 2 for only $29.99 at s2games.com. Or if for some unearthly reason you're still unsure about how this game will change your life, check out the 5R free trial. Be a part of the most innovative team-based multiplayer title ever created, Savage 2. Part FPS, part RTS, part RPG, all animal. Warning, this game does not actually contain lasers. They are technically beams of channel lightning that look like lasers. The creatures may or may not be bears, but look and sound remarkably similar to bears, so you can just pretend that you're a laser. surgery it's just a radio station although we do mess with your head from time to time from tanaris all the way to nobregon this is wow radio and welcome back to casually hardcore live on wow radio i am gnomewise and the other two are silent so we've got a grail and an island i'm here <laughs> she's not speaking no i'm just sitting back i n- normally don't sit back i normally sit forward but i was Back's bothering me a little bit, so I thought I'd sit back in the chair. I'll bring the good chair yeah. up next time. I just now, wait, let you talk so that I can point out your failures. There you go. Very good. <laughs> there are flaws. It's a good plan. It seems to work for people, and I just realized you're wearing the Wang Fu Penny Arcade t-shirt. True that. Props to you. 
Um, we were actually going to talk about the Midsummer the, Fire Festival. Yeah, Midsummer Fire Festival, exactly. Which is live as of yesterday. Yes. And this kind of content uh, is kind of the ultimate fun and achievable content for the time-challenged player. Yeah. Because it is very, I don't want to say non-linear, but you can do it in whatever size chunks that you've got time for, put it down, and pick it back up again. And you're basically grinding whatever the currency of the day is. Right. In this case, it's the flowers, burning blossoms. Yeah. Yeah. And the stuff you get from grinding those is just fun. Oh, yeah. It's all it's a couple all of different pets. Stuff. There's a... There's a pet? There's two pets. There's a dropped pet and a currency right. pet. I picked up the currency pet, which is basically a, a recolored wisp. Yes. Yeah. A red wisp, which is the summer companion or whatever they call it. Oh, uh, yeah, Spirit yeah. of Summer. Spirit of Summer. I've seen those. They had those last year, didn't they? Yep. What yes. they've added in the revamp this year is the... There's a brazier that you put up that has a little flaming female drain eye figure mm. that dances. If you target and you slash dance, you're transformed into another one of those figures and you dance with it. And it's just right. a fun little RP. Okay. Toy. Is it a, a a flame figure? Oh yes, burning okay. all all golden skinned with with flaming yeah. effects oh, coming nice. off of it. It's really neat. That's yeah. pretty cool. They have that. There's a couple clothing items that have a right clickable effect to set it on fire. Yep. So you can set your boots on fire and <laughs> gloves as well. Cool. Um, so you can do the I have the power yep. sort of moment. Yes, yeah. that would I was just be watching fun. Hellboy yesterday. So. Or you can do a flaming yeah. dance. Here you go. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, I think there's one other item. Uh, I, there's there's food there. items there's, yeah, there, that make you breathe fire. Which, no, actually one of the big things, though, is there's food items on there that stack with other food items yes. at this point in time. So there's hit food oh. that stacks with other hit food. Mm-hmm. So, I really, you know, that was one of the things that really bothered me was when Blizzard actually took away the stackable effects on mm-hmm. certain things. Mm-hmm. And the you could only have nerf. one. Yeah. Yeah. That that was something that it was like, no, 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 really. If I've invested in this and I want to go ahead and have this buff and this buff and this buff, then mm-hmm. we're all achieved. You know, it's food, potion, elixir, blah, blah, blah. Why can't I? Because it makes you too powerful. Yep. You broke content. Yep. You they realized they had let it get too far <laughs> out of their control and had to rein it back Exactly. A well, define break content. Just make content too easy? Yeah. Essentially. Okay, then that's not breaking content, in my opinion. That's just making well, content too easy. You broke their their Intention. view of the content and the the progression that they expected. Oh, so this is a perspective war. Well, it's their well when they own the game, it's their perspective kind of wins. Well, yeah, I agree. <laughs> They're going to do whatever they want with the game because it wins. But yeah. still, I you know I'm one of those people that it just annoyed me when that happened. Oh yeah, I miss the day of the huge, the bus large, bar. yeah. Yeah, I Ten do too. potions across your screen, and when we were potioning up for like the forty-five minute yeah. barren run, it's like flask, potion, 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 potion. food, food. Uh, 
But then you also had to know the order because yep. sometimes it would over they would overwrite each other. Sometimes they wouldn't depend. And, on the, and they would. And remember, we would type out the order in party chat yep. just to tell okay, everybody. Okay, drink them sure. in the following order. Yes. Right. Yep. Don't drink them in the wrong order. Or you're not going to get everything you need. Exactly. So in that way, they have simplified it. But still, yeah, kind of yeah. To figure that out, drink two or drink one elixir and drink or, uh, yep. flask. I mean, and yep, you're done. Um, so yeah, there's there's some neat stuff off the vendors. Uh, there's quests now where you can just talk to the random person at any of the bonfires that are in outside. the major cities. Yeah, no, it's outside, outside any, any settlement, settlement that's controlled by your faction. And at level seventy, it actually gives you like seven gold. Uh, as you're leveling up, I mean, I was getting on a level ten character. I got like four hundred experience just for talking to the guy. Well, that's something that you had pointed out that. What they've rolled into the revamp of this festival was stuff that would be really useful to someone who is power leveling. Yes. Because experience from doing the quests, but also you can come into any of the major cities and dance around the ribbon pole. Right. And get a 60-minute buff that gives you, what, 10% extra experience? Yeah, it's not even major cities. It's, again, at any settlement. They have the poles everywhere. Yes. Sweet. So I was sitting in Westfall with my little uh, warlock and just, you know, every hour run right back to the pole. Or if I died, dance around it for, you know, 30 seconds and walk away with a 60-minute 10% increase on any kill I do. Well, hmm. Woot. Yeah, and then on top of that, they give you this flame buff. If your if your if your bonfire in the yeah. zone is lit, as long as your bonfire is lit, you get this flame buff that scales as you level. So at level twelve, it was doing hundred and twenty points of damage on a thirty percent chance proc. That's pretty powerful when you're level on seventeen. Anything on yeah. level twelve, I mean, True. if it procs, you basically knocked off two thirds of the hit points. Of pretty much anything you're fighting. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely nice. a you this need to level some alts uh, during event. the festival. Yeah, <laughs> level, level. Yeah, they're doing everything they can to make sure that everyone who starts now is ready, though. Getting, oh, good. Level them up. Get them to Burning Crusade. Get them through the content. Yeah, yeah we touched on the two dot four dot three changes and just little things like being able to get your mount for less money and at 30 instead of 40. Correct. Um, just if you remember having to run Stranglethorn Vale without a mount. All those quests in your 30s up and down that huge freaking zone. How much nicer that will be for people Stranglethorn. who have a mount. Or right. Desolus. Yeah. Right. Desolus was the same. Huge it's huge zones at that level. From Fellwood, even. Ugh. Oh, God. But yeah, that's a little later on, but still. Oh, Fellwood is 50. Yeah. Yeah, so at least you have Sorry, I just remember riding around that. Even on the mount, place. Yeah. Even on the mount, yeah. yeah. The extra running was so, a little crazy. I don't feel put upon at all. I, I do feel badly for... You know, people who just got to 40, like the day before the announcement, blew all their money at the current price, but deal with it, people. It's yeah. virtual money. Did you have fun leveling your character? Great. If not, why were you doing it? Right. Exactly. And just accept the changes and move on. Yeah. As the sum total of the, the, the large content of the game gets bigger and bigger and bigger, it makes sense to get people through the old stuff faster. Right. Because... As the game's development has development, <laughs> as the game has developed, the developers have gotten better at making the content fun, interesting. It's just, yeah. it's the later stuff is just playing better and more fun than the older stuff. Well, and I don't even know if it's more fun. I would just think that they they're 
developing their content based on where the majority of their population is, and the majority of their population is level capped. Yep. There are people out there, I mean, I can glance in, in the Black Void and see people that have just 50, 50s characters, mm-hmm. but for the most part, they're going to gear their content like any other massively multiplayer online game hey. towards the end of the spectrum. Come see what we're doing now. Yeah. Yes. Quick interrupt. When Horde come to join the dance party, please don't kill them. It's just not nice. They're just there to dance. They're just yeah. here to dance. <laughs> they're going to be flagged because they're too close to a capital yeah, city. Yeah, they're going to be flagged because they're, they're flagged too- on purpose. Yeah, they're not flagged on purpose. Be nice. We're all friends here. Maybe one time we should do an alt or a horde alt dance party. That's a damn fine idea. Yeah. Then Week the, after next when we come back. There you go. There. Then we can watch the lions get ganked. Hey. <laughs> You're the devil. <laughs> yeah. I can bring out Belfodin. I have a Belfodin named Belfodin. Wow. Original That's, me. Yeah. Nice. This is, this is the guy who's, <laughs> who has the name Death Gnome Reserved. Death Gnome. Uh, <laughs> guess yeah. what I'm going to roll. <laughs> yeah. I was amazed. I got my, my new gnome's name is Governor. Governor. <laughs> Hello, Governor. I can't believe that was still available. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's made of win. Uh, yes. So, so back to the Midsummer Fire Festival. Tangent, yeah. tangent, tangent, tangent. So yeah, you got the flaming pole. Uh, oh, and then I love when you get the incense and mm-hmm. you have to go turn it in at one of your alliance or, or horde, uh, whatever, faction city. The little flame elemental. little flame element, and you hand him this incense, and he gets all like, ah, oh, yes, I feel the power surging. I'm the herald of Ragnaros. I'm... Oh, and then he's like blinks and he's small again. He's like, I was just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was just jesting. Yeah, yeah the little flame elemental gets, gets, turns into a big flame elemental, and then you actually see the image of Ragnaros. You will all die in fire. No, I'm just uh, jesting. No, <laughs> that that apparently is the pet you can get. Yeah, from the summoned boss, which right. we'll talk about in just a moment. Uh, so the for without ever setting foot in an instance, you can visit every. Settlement on your faction mm-hmm. and honor the fire. So you walk up to, and there'll be a mob standing at the fire with a quest for you, and you get five tokens for honoring your side's fire. Correct. If you venture over to the opposite faction in the same zone and sneak up and click on their fire, it'll have a quest to desecrate their fire. And the idea is you extinguish their fire, which takes away the zone-wide buff for them. How do you extinguish it? You just just by desecrating it, it extinguishes. Yeah, but it. I mean, in, in terms of you know, let's think about this. What are Zip. you doing? Oh, <laughs> desecrate. I'm just asking. How does one desecrate? <laughs> and they don't give you anything. You're not carrying a vial of desecration I, liquid. Oh, yeah. in you, you are. Uh, but yeah. Drink up, people. Uh, well, it'd be funny if they did make you drink for a couple minutes. Yeah. Before you're able to do it. Um, oh my duck! His pants have disappeared. Nice. And you're always ready for it, apparently. That's true. I'm, I'm good to go. I, I should be able to hit that from 50 yards out. So when you desecrate the opposite faction's fire, you receive 10 tokens. Right. It's harder. The other thing you can do is go to the capital cities of the opposite faction. And you just <laughs> it took me a minute to figure out how this one worked. Right. Because the fire doesn't have a quest for you. You just walk up to it. You click, and it's, a, and it's an open... So you can't stay stealth. It's not an instantaneous thing. You have to become visible standing in the capital Ugh. city of your other guys. And it will give you an item, you know, the Flame of Orgrimmar or the Flame ah. of Under City. And that one will give you a quest, which you then turn in at one of your capital cities for a food item and 25 tokens. Oh, nice. 
and cash rewards throughout. So I, I wasn't even paying attention. I got like 400 gold yesterday just grinding all these, Holy and I got my first 350 tokens and bought the little crap. I bought the little wisp pet thinking that it was the little fire elemental pet, so I was terribly disappointed because I would have bought the brazier otherwise. So I got to grind another 350 tokens. Ah. Uh. All of these, uh, the fire quests are single use. You can do once per year. Yes. The daily quests you'll find in your capital cities um, are repeatable, are, are dailies. Right. So you can you can grind your tokens that way. I still have to do Thunder Bluff and Silver Moon City. <laughs> so there's 50 there. Death runs. Oh, totally. Death. I got completely Death. owned in, in, in Orgrimmar. Yeah, I might have to respect my rogue then to go do this and just I was go stealthing all in. Subtle, subtly. He, Sub- subtlety. Sub- sub- subtlety. I can talk today. He, I yeah. I'm going to be sneaky. <laughs> I went into Orgrimmar and put in all my plus. Scuba uh, Steve gets negative points for killing. Hordies. Hordies. Minus um, DK. All my plus stealth items in. Yep. in very proud of myself. I saw the thief catcher walking by. Ha ha ha! Wandered over here, and the uh, troll roof lurker, who is himself stealth and sees through stealth, ganked me. It's like, ugh. oh, apparently at some point there was a bug in the game where alliance could get in there, get up on the roofs, yeah. and the uh, guards would not engage. Yep. So they put these stealth troll troll roof lurkers. Oh man! And I didn't just didn't see him. Right. So I just wandered a little too close to a roof and got owned. Oh, that's uh, funny. So I rezzed on the other side of him and got to the flame and got uh, got killed again. Just spirit rezzed and hearthstone yeah. back. So eh, it was worth it. That's fun. Somehow just get naked while you do those so you don't take your durability loss. Yeah, no kidding. Huh. And just remember, that as soon as you set foot in a zone with a capital city, you automatically PvP flag. Right. And as mentioned, if you anytime, even if you're at uh, opposing factions uh, settlements, you take as soon as you desecrate the flame, yep. you flag yourself doing that as well. So it was kind of amusing doing it as a druid with swift flight form because <laughs> I had a crowd in the grand, a crowd of hordes just wa- standing around me, waiting for me to touch the fire, and I guess they forgot that I had instant cast flight form. Oh. So it's like. Complete quest flight form straight up. Nice. Oh, <laughs> stupid bird. Damn druids. So there's an advantage to instant cast flight form as opposed to a mount. <laughs> like, nice. That is awesome. I'm out of here. I'm out. <laughs> Done. And I'm out. <laughs> and I'm spent. And I'm spent. So, various daily quests to grind tokens, and you can also visit all the flight. And there's a good summaries on things like Wow Wiki and Wow Head, listing all the locations of the fires. There's some places you you may forget, so do right. consult the online references to tell you all the places you get your five and your ten, and then buy your brazier, buy your pet, buy yep. your garb. In addition, there is a quest chain, and the Alliance side begins with one called, in a capital city, a chain called Unusual Activity. Right. I don't know what the Horde equivalent is. Uh, and it sends you out to the Zorim Strand, where the Twilight's Hammer people, mm-hmm. cultists, are hanging yeah. out. A rare opportunity to go out there, unless I you're been, heading... I, would, oh, then, <laughs> man, I have not been out here, yeah. Black Fathom Depths, my God. Tell and, me about it. And you get to listen in on the whole... And it's an interesting little lore item of... You go and you, you, right. you get turned into a crab and you scuttle over to overhear a conversation. Yep. And they're talking about bringing the Frost Lord Ahun right. in to battle Ragnaros. And, and the, the titanic struggle... No, not titans. Just scale. <laughs> yes. The struggle between them will lay waste to this world and we shall begin again. The typical doomsday cult kind of, kind of talk. That's nice. The way they just kept in, okay... Ragnaros is here. 
we're going to bring in his opposite number or someone strong in the opposite power to kick his butt. Cool. And um, real quickly, Black Void gets a win. That's the same quest on the Horde side as the Alliance ding, ding, side. Ding, 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 ding. Winner, Black Void. Loser, <laughs> Gray Void. Couldn't come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not setting him up to just, compete or anything just, here, are we? pointing that out. So, <laughs> unusual activity is the quest I to look for. I was actually supporting the... Um, the Horde. Uh, yeah, the oh. Horty in game. I'm sorry. I was distracted and didn't even hear the question. Of course, the Gray Boy didn't stand was, a They can hear it. Obviously, yeah. yes, but I'm. It, it, mm. We know what faction she's on. I'm telling you. I need to grind faction with Gray Boy. <laughs> Currently, I'm exalted with Black Void. I guess so. So, the so seek out the unusual activity quest from around Little Fire Festival people in your capital city. Follow that chain, and it will eventually lead you to the summoned boss they have added for the Fire Festival. Same idea as the Headless Horseman from Hallow's End. Order of difficulty, much higher. Right. He is not the cakewalk that uh, Headless Horseman Horseman was. was. Right. Number one, he's not in a level 30s instance. He's in a level 65 (laughs) instance. He's in slave pens. Right. So you need to have someone at least in their mid-60s to even get there. Same idea, though. You you fight in a very short distance mm-hmm. to the area where you can summon him. What is the area that you can summon him? Second you know? room. Second room. You go okay. in the slave pens. You clear the outer area. Yes. You go through the tunnel. The second area oh, is completely Cathedora changed. Oh, is gotcha. dancing. Nice. And you clear everything near near the door, and you can do one summon per party member. Mm-hmm. And as far as I can tell, despite some stuff I've read online, if you wipe, you've consumed your attempt for that day. Ooh. Ouch. Because I have wiped three times, and then I had to go take Nemesis out to the Peter Piper Pizza birthday party, Ah. and we weren't (laughs) able to do any more. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. That's my favorite thing in the whole world. What is? I'm being sarcastic. I really hate Peter Piper Pizza. Uh, But our son loves loves it. As do all of his friends. Of course. They're kids. They put something in their pizza. It's like kid crack. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know what yeah, it is, but keeps yeah. them going. They back. love the pizza. They love the. G- oh yeah, it's weird. And, but, and the pizza isn't even. No, food. it's horrible. Uh. <laughs> but hey, I had to eat some because I, I was that hungry, and then I had to go, you know, have a real meal. Uh. But anyway, all right. So, more slamming local pizza chains. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let's tell you who's not going to be a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry. Uh. So. Uh, yeah, Ehun the Frost Lord, who's basically yes. it's a very similar model to Ragnaros slash yes. Murmur, with a different head and a different weapon that he's holding, and he is the cloak vendor, whereas the headless horseman was the ring vendor. Right, uh, right. This guy has the cloak. He also apparently drops the pet that I want, which is the little, uh, the fire, little fire elemental. elemental. Ho- ho- I'm hoping the pet does the whole Ragnaros yeah, emote thing because be it's freaking hilarious. It's worth hanging out near one of the settlements where someone's doing the turn in to see him go through that because yep. that was hilarious. Um, little fire elemental feeling his oats. Exactly. So we are actually coming up on convenient break time. We'll really? talk a little more about right, yeah, the actual Ehun fight yep. when we return. Talk about that, some of the loot that he drops. I know there's Fat like loots. four yeah, People four are asking. If, I did have the question as to whether or not that's an, a welfare epic. Um, um, that he can drop the welfare epic, but we'll get we'll, we'll we get there. He does talk about that. He does <laughs> drop epics, and I will just a little preview. He drops a very interesting enchant as well. Yeah, I that saw has that. A lot of attention lately, so yep, we'll, we'll be talk back. about that as well. So there's your teaser. Uh, <laughs> we will be right back. Bothered. 
after this break. Featured artist in this break is Anna Braca. Anna Braca, and the track is called All I Need. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Wild Radio. We will be back right after this. Hey everyone, I'm Veronica from Revision 3's Texilla, and you are listening to WOW Radio. Okay guys, listen up. This is very important, so listen closely. When you see the blizzard being cast, do stand still. Run away from it. Just stand where you are. And remember, when you see the rings of fire appear on the floor, you must stop at any Move or turn or do anything. It is imperative that you do this, otherwise you'll wipe the raid. Everybody clear? Okay, let's go. Has this ever happened to you? Is your guild suffering from a breakdown in communication? Then you need a premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTServers.com. Choose your location and choose from some of the cheapest servers around and have your new server set up in minutes. Unlike many other providers, low prices don't mean crippled servers. UGT Servers lets you choose from premium quality codecs for the best sound quality around at no extra charge. And you can even let your entire guild share the cost of the server using the unique guild deposit system. Doesn't your guild deserve the best? Get your premium quality Ventrilo server from UGTServers.com. That's UGTServers.com. And enjoy crystal clear voice communication. Fascinated by the lonely one. Can't explain it. I'm the only one in the There's nothing more. in a note, underneath the door.
Here at WOW Radio, we don't even lift a finger to get our work done. We have a trained chimp do it for us. No! And we are back, live on WOW Radio, and my honey is showing me the Brewfest field with the flaming, dancing people all in a circle. Most excellent. And the great you. void is flaming. Thank you, Cathedora. <laughs> the void. The void. The void yeah. is burning down. <laughs> so anyway. Like flaming. Okay. We'll avoid comments about flamers in the void. All right. Hey, 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 hey. Be nice. So, the summoned boss they added for Midsummer Fire Festival, Lord Ahoon or Ahoon. 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 Second room in regular or heroic slave pens. Qualifying Reservoir, which is out in the middle of Zanger Marsh, in the middle of Serpent Lake. Right. So we're supposed to be telling people where these things are. Underwater. Under the big freaking steampunk thing. Yep. Yes. So go get there. Have some fun. And uh, leftmost entrance. Yes, when as you come, come out of the water. Yes. So if you're looking at the all the entrances in the big honking waterfall, bear left. So second room in there... You'll have the quest mobs who will give you the instructions on how to do the summon. You'll be given a flaming totem, and that totem will be consumed when you click on the big uh, ice crystal. Yep. The frost on the floor is not just for looks. If you walk on the frost, you will slip and fall and have a momentary stun. Yay. Which is a little annoying during combat, so actually avoid the frosty areas. Ahun himself has a huge hitbox, so you actually can... You don't have to get right up on his frozen core when you're DPSing him. You can stand outside the frost, and you're still close enough to hit when that time comes. Gotcha. Um, so you will engage the event, and the big guy will pop out of the ground, and the flaming totems will just start spewing fire at him. So you, <laughs> instead of dealing with him at first, he will throw down a big... What looks like a rock elemental, but is actually supposed to be a frost elemental. Right. And he's an elite and needs to be tanked and burned down. While he's doing that, a chain of continuous non-elite adds of the water type for the first round only will begin spawning. And they need to be kept off the healers. They are reasonably Mm -hmm. weak. Um, A... Looking at the fight with the big guy to hold and the lots of little adds... I suspect that a tankadin would just excel in at tanking this because they could just stand where the things spawn and AOE tank the heck out of stuff. Yep. And as long as they had a good healer, they could keep all the aggro on <laughs> them. If you had a warlock standing off the side dropping seed into the ads, yeah. it's probably the best of all possible worlds. Right. Keep in mind, I haven't successfully done this fight yet. <laughs> I am merely speculating. Uh, I had difficulty um, as the tank since I'm not an AoE tank, right. really keeping the, the ads in line, because they come at a reasonably rapid rate. Right. The is tactic it, that seems to work is burn down the elite as quickly as possible, right. and then Burn's. everyone can deal with the Switch. weak ads quickly. Is it possible for your DPS to actually tank the smaller guys or handle them without dying? They're not that strong. Okay. So yes, they can. Having an off tank wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Maybe another bear. Uh, we didn't really. I had to bail so quickly. We didn't have a chance to, time to really yeah. well, strategize. I mean, could like a hunter's pet, maybe hold one and yeah. he'd burn them down, or a rogue evading. They do come pretty quickly, and it seems that a set number of them come. So okay. it's not a matter of you 
kill the big guy and then they stop. You kill the big guy and the little guys will keep coming because I think X number of them needs to spawn before he'll move to the next phase. Gotcha. But it's nice to have the big guy out of the way so all of your tactics can be brought to bear on the little guys who are cake when you're not divided between the two fights. Got it. The other wrinkle is... He, the big guy will shoot out these beams of frost into the ground, mm-hmm. and you'll get a momentary graphic of some ice spikes coming up out of the ground. And if you're standing there, you need to move really quickly, because a huge ice, ice spike is about to shoot out of the ground, which will shoot you into the air, damaging you, and then you will take fall damage. Fun. Bonus. Nice. <laughs> so you've got the mechanic of big elite, tank, tank, kill, 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 constant stream of little ads. And ice spikes. Nice. And the frosty floor that you want to stay off of because you'll trip and fall and be stunned. <laughs> that sounds fun. It is. Um, it'll be nice if we actually down the yeah, SOB. That, but, that's always nice, too. Um, so that's phase one. So you kill the big elite, then you kill X number of the adds, and Ahun retreats into his frozen core. So big frozen gem-like right. thing. And again, mm. judge it. You can just come to the edge of the frost and start DPSing the heck out of him. Yeah. And that's your chance to burn him down before the whole cycle repeats. Right. However, with round two, he starts sending out water elementals and air elementals. Oh, you're lovely. And the air elementals have a nice little summon. They'll pull them to you to further wrinkle things up. Jeez. Yeah. So this becomes a mana-intensive fight very quickly. Right. So you definitely want to unleash hell when you have your chance on him. Yep. Unleash hell. Unleash hell. Same kind Someone's of ma- been watching Gladiator recently. No, just always have that line in my on head. My signal, <laughs> unleash hell. The um, mechanic is similar to Kael'thas, where the bad guy doesn't fight back at all during the time when you're DPSing him. Right. He's actually retreated, and you just can just cut loose on the frozen Pounding. core, burn all your cooldowns, just nuke it. Got it. Because that's your only chance to damage the actual boss right. before you spring back into uh, ads Ad and mode. Elite. Right. And basically rinse, repeat. I would think a good group makeup for this would be a tankadin, a good healer of whatever flavor you prefer, a mage and a warlock because mm-hmm. the mage can do arcane explosions when necessary and just good DPS period and the warlock can drop seed of corruption into the adds like crazy um, hoping to convince Glola to come dust off his newly respected tankadin and give it a shot yeah Let's see just if the AOE tanking I think that works might have to see excellent to see see that later today and um, if you manage to down him. And actually, though, one thing, it's, and I, like I said, I've had pointed out to me is that it's a reverse Ragnaros fight. So, yeah. Which is funny because he's supposed to be there to fight Ragnaros. He is the reverse so of the, Ragnaros. So the fight goes the same way as Ragnaros, except just in reverse. So when awesome. you're with Ragnaros, when he's up, you're damaging him. Yeah, when he's up, he's doing damage and you're damaging him. And then when, when he's, he's down, down, you're, you're dealing with the ads. And it's, that, it starts with him up. Whereas this way, you're dealing with ads and then you're getting a chance to hammer him when he's down mm-hmm. instead of dealing with ads. So yeah, it's pretty much the exact I bet that was a deliberate decision on that. Oh, I'm sure. reverse, let's make him the reverse. Kick him when he's down. He can't yeah. be that lucky. So. Kick him in the shins. All righty. So he drops what? He drops cool stuff. Bring it on. Um, okay, so... And no one would consider these welfare epics, right? Sure. Well, I, mean, I think... Someone who's a tier 6 raider is going to yeah, consider anything that's purple that wasn't gotten from Black Temple or above 
uh, welfare because okay, that's, that's the age-old argument. I don't ascribe to the, no, the theory of welfare. Ethics, I think so. I mean that sounds like a pretty challenging fight. So especially for someone you, who's not wearing two yeah, six gear. If you down it, then yay, you're you're more than deserving. Um, one of the best-looking graphics is the frost scythe of Lord Ahun. Um, this is a oh. two-hander scythe that has this Staff, spiky yeah. uh, ice spikes on it and it just you know has the glow of of cold it looks great um it's 40 stam 35 intelligence improves your spell critical strike improves your damage and healing by 176 and restores 13 mana per five seconds it's nice it's a solid and it has a wicked graphic and just great graphic um on normal mode he like we mentioned before is the is the cloak dropper so he drops things like cloak of the frigid wind which is a back item for uh, 18 stamina, 16 intelligence. It's uh, healing and damage by 21. Uh, He also has the Icebound Cloak, which is your tanking cloak, 267 armor, 30 stamina, and defense by 25. Uh, The Shroud of Winter's Chill, this is your healing cloak, so it has healing of 46 and uh, uh, restores mana 8 per 5 seconds. And then the Frost uh, Lord's War Cloak, which is your DPS cloak at uh, 23 agility, 22 stamina, and uh, attack power of 48. Now, they've also itemized out four neck pieces. Exactly. And it's not at all clear whether they're just a random drop or if it's a division of in normal mode he drops cloaks and in... Heroic mode, he drops From amulets. quick reading on Wowhead, it looks like the amulets are the, the heroic drops. Now, from what... I had some people in my group last time who, who had fought him originally on heroic and were indicating that the fight was not different, at, not perceptibly different in normal mode. Oh. It just may be that he, he has more hit points. That's possible. Uh, but the actual mechanics seem to be the same. They change. And so yeah, he, looking at the these amulets, they actually are... Exactly equivalent to the badge amulet. Yeah, twenty-five badge yes. amulet turn-ins. There, I mean, they're the same item level, and the stats are pretty much within a point. Yeah. So they have the hailstone pendant, thirty-three stam and defense on it, and plus hit. So a nice tanking neck piece. Choker of the Arctic flow, twenty-four stam, twenty-two int, and damage and healing by twenty-eight. Amulet of Glacial Tranquility, 22 stam, 21 int, healing by 48 and 4 mana per 5. And the Amulet of Bitter Hatred, 20 agility, 18 stam, improves hit and improves attack power. So a little bit of something for everybody. No doubt. Now, the most exciting, interesting thing, uh, also the Scorched Stone, which is the pet. Yes. Which is what I want. Which we had some confirmation from the Black Void that it actually will set other critters on fire, which is pretty cool. (laughs) Well, it's like like Sleepy Willy will moonfire critters that you bring them near. I guess this guy just sets them on fire. Just lights them. I'll just be running in circles (laughs) in a chicken coop. It is burning time. Aww. What? I was horny, just tried to run up, and the Iron Forge guards are chasing oh, all God. over this camp. Run, Forrest, run! Exactly. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Now, the other thing that, a 57 yeah. Blood Elf, but I didn't catch your name, or his name. <laughs> yeah, sorry, problem is, is everybody probably elf, thinks any horde coming in this area is probably there to steal oh. some flames. So. <laughs> 
Um, the other big drop off them though is a new uh, we- uh, weapon enchant. It is called Death Frost. Um, the interesting thing, it's a 350 required level to be able to learn it. Um, it puts an enchant on a weapon that occasionally inflicts 150 frost damage and reduces a target's melee ranged and casting speeds by 15% for 8 seconds. Um, the initial look at this is that it seemed like it would be a pretty decent PvP. Mm-hmm. Enchant because obviously for the the slowing down of your opponents, um, that seemed to be the main use. However, through some testing, I have heard uh, from various people in my raiding guild and in some of the other raiding guilds that this actually stacks along with like a warrior's thunderclap. So in theory, then you could get this fifteen percent on top of the twenty percent, assuming the warrior has the improved talent uh, of slowdown, uh, which would make it incredibly useful for raiding and and for boss fights if you if those slowdowns do in fact stack Mm -hmm. so that is going to be uh tested heavily this upcoming week (laughs) 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 all right so there is the the end and of course it is farmable because i believe the summon is a daily quest just like horseman so you can get in there get good at the fight you know, just pick a team, have them learn the fight with you, and just make an agreement. Okay, we'll be here every day, 4 p.m. A team, A team, A team, A team, and spank it out until you all get what you need yeah. out of it. And you do five straight kills, and apparently he also does drop a badge on Heroic Mode as well. Oh, bonus. Always, Extra badgers. We're always happy to see the badges. Extra badges. All right. Excellent. Um, I need to get a shout-out in before it gets actually out of my... Q. Q. <laughs> um, this is from Magenta. Her husband had to work today, so she would like to give a shout-out to Crucialo, level 70 hunter on Drakthul, from his wife, Jade. There you go. And now I can actually scroll down. I've been missing all of this text. <laughs> so, yeah, I believe that, c- that concludes our coverage of the Midsummer Fire Festival. Yeah. So let's move on to some emails and shout-outs before we run out of time for the day. Okay, dokie. I've got some shout-outs from the Black Void. One moment. We had to change IRC reps midstream here, so I have some from Pusar and some from Moogie. We have from Max Maps. Moogie, tell them that I'm really glad I can listen to the show live instead of having to save it to keep me from in, from insanity during accounting class. Hmm. And also, we were sent a summary of all the Titans. Yes. Uh, you're listening to it during your accounting class? You don't remember what it was like to be in college anymore, do you? I guess it's technically better than sleeping. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm not At least he's conscious. Um, he's in class. Yeah, yeah, he's in class. We have a shout out to the twenty four seven stream. I was recently okay. listening to the all day, all week, all year stream, and then it came. The archive containing not Tempest Keep, but the Eye. Luckily, once he got going to, I am going to give you a referral for a specialist. This stream died cut that archive short lol thank you stream this from i burn you die 70 human mage of ice crown u.s also um, known as winged illidan winged yeah. illidan and yeah that's his wc radio alias um we had an email actually from one of the things discussion points we had last week which was the from driftor who was the person who was a young player mm-hmm. talking about raiding guilds or um, not being able to get in because of yeah. his age and he wanted to give us a follow-up he said uh da, 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 da. he's now 
uh, doing leading raids uh, for a second car group with a few of his real-life friends. Beautiful. So seems like he's uh, doing pretty well and getting to uh, do some of the runs that uh, he was looking for. Um, and I saw another email on that with another case in point where somebody was 15 years old but was an officer in a raiding guild, did a great job. And like I said, that's... That's I'm sure out there. It but, can be done. Uh, but understand I, there are additional exactly. barriers too. Yeah, I'm it's not saying it it's a hard fast. It's 100. percent But I thought that was a great discussion point last week, and so thanks for the follow up, Drifter. Well, I was having a conversation. I mean, just because someone's a guild officer doesn't mean they, they have a clue. No. <laughs> I was talking to someone who <laughs> recently had the experience. They're a feral druid, and they're running an instance where a feral. DPS staff drop so it's one that has strength, agility, and attack power right. on it. No armor, so it's not not the it's something you, you would use as cat. Right. And they elected to give it to the tree druid. Ooh. Because, well, that's an off spec for you, bear druid. Oh. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm a feral druid. <laughs> that gets me cat and bear equally. You yeah. tool. Uh, no, no, it's an open role for all druids because it's an off spec because you're you're a bear druid, and and we don't have any cat druids. So. <laughs> like, wow! Oh my god! Learn to play before you become an officer. That's awesome. Stupidity for the win. Yeah, you have four rolls over three trees, guys. If you spec down the middle feral tree, you get both of them. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, hit a little close to home. <laughs> Vila says she respects her pally back to being a tank again, so if we need an extra pally tank... We can give it a shot. Great. We can talk to her about it. Yeah, AoE tanking, and, I think, would really um, work Did there. you know the Summer Flame works cross-faction? No, but now you the do. The Brazier? Yeah. Nice. Works cross-faction. I have a shout-out from Sover. Can I get a shout-out to Wing Dilladin for bringing a level one horde orc to the dance party? Which Was that the one that got ganked? No, no, no. Okay. So sorry for the gankage. Um, let's see. Also had a shout out to K- Kagagsanga. Kagagsanga. Wow. 70 bear tanks, see? Yeah. Obviously, it's a bear, though. There's no cat there. It says bear, bear tank. tank. I'm coming for you. <laughs> um, and actually, he had a quick comment on the whole potion stacking. I guess that came out to be because of tuning Naraximus. Um, they actually were tuning that instance tuning to be max. where you would have the the two rows of potion buffs, mm-hmm. and a lot of raiders started complaining, saying, saying it's too much. It's yeah, too, all this farming for consumables yeah. we have to do. It's okay, fine. So we'll then, make it so you won't need them because you won't be able to use them. Right. So they established the one battle, one guardian, and started tuning future raids to uh, only to require that, that which is funny because that, that would actually explain a lot why Naraximus was such a. A challenging instance then yeah. at that point. Um, I mean, a lot of raiders have very fond memories of it kind of being the pinnacle of 40 oh, yeah, oh, yeah. raid design. But at the same time, there was a lot of kvetching around that time of, well, we have to spend all these hours yes. farming herbs and lotuses to get our stuff to be able to handle it. And it's like, so well, it makes sense from the standpoint of if you can only use two yeah. things, then how much does that cut down on your need to farm? Right. So from right. that angle, that's a plus. Well, considering you had to farm so much just to even get in there. Exactly. You know, going off on a tangent, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's I don't want to go off on a tangent or yeah, anything. We fast that segment long ago. But no, so it was a good email, and thanks for uh, the follow-up. Very much so. I have one here called, Australian listener, please read! 
Hello, Gnomewise Islet Grail. He's assuming he's still filling in today. And the almighty nemesis, Ice Cream Sandwich Conjuring Mage. First, I'd like to say I just finished listening to all the archives, love them all, and keep up the great work. Also, a first-time live listener tonight, because the show is starting earlier. It's 1 a.m. instead of 3 a.m. down here in Australia, so I'll be on the rocks with a level one alt called Hey Guys to Party. Secondly, I have a question. I recently dinged 70 a few days ago on my first Burning Crusade character after coming back to WoW from a long break. He's a 70 Tauren Druid, yay, called Little... And I was just wondering what you would all recommend the minimum amount of plus healing and intellect to any other stats you might think I need for running heroics as a resto druid. Uh, what ones you would, I would start off on? Uh, start off on the nice low level heroics things. You know, basically go back to the the progression you did coming into Outland mm-hmm. and do those heroics. So go back and do ramparts. Sla- we like ramparts and slave pens are two nice cakewalk. Blood yes. Furnace is a little more annoying. The end boss is mm-hmm. harder on heroic. Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't that the point of heroic? Very much so. But if you're, if you're looking for an easy way to ease yourself into them, I'd say ramparts and slave pens, you could do a lot worse. Uh, Mechanar is also, people are very experienced at Mechanar because it used to be the largest number of badges for the smallest implement of time. Um, I wouldn't want anything less than 9,000 mana pool and uh, plus 1,200 healing to go into a, a heroic as a druid. Um, I'm assuming you're f- full resto spec, so yeah. go get your leg enchants, your shoulder enchants. Uh, get your gems, get your socketed gems, items. Get your plus healing up over 1,200. Yeah, your, mo- your, your Moonglade set isn't bad yeah, to take you in a lot worse. as a heroic. And, then, and, and you can sub out the pants and the shoulders and still keep the look going, I've discovered, yeah. so that's nice. And I would say, I think there's, and I, you know, I, you can definitely speak to this a lot better than I can, but there's a decent amount of skill that goes into healing as a druid. You have a lot of options in terms of healing, correct? Yeah, I mean, there's a, you find your 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 order right. that you tend to go in, and some people stack you know, um, life bloom, then mm-hmm. rejuve, then regrowth, and then you start. You, if you have to drop a big heal, you do, but we don't like to do that. You save those for your nature swiftness. Oh, crap. And, and <laughs> yeah, you save that for, I can burn my instant cast here right. and, and drop that big heal. But mine is usually life bloom, rejuve, and then regrowth. I always do the instant cast first okay. and the, on the hots and then move into regrowth because it takes a little longer to get out there. Yeah. But uh, and then you just keep stacking, and you'll find that you know. I mean, Life Bloom still does a lot for you. Oh you yeah. got nerfed a bit, but it still does an awful lot, and it really does help. Especially if you're if you're carrying the idol that buffs it up. It yeah. Doesn't hurt things. Yeah, and I know some people may not like this, but I'm you know I'm a believer in add-ons where they can help you. So you know, Healbot. I like Healbot. I like programming the macros in Healbot. Yep. Um, and having them available. Uh, you might as well use the tools that are there for you. Oh, yeah. So seek out the add-on called Healbot mm-hmm. um, would be a recommendation. And just understand that you know, in a heroic, you'll do yourself a favor by going in healing behind a very well-geared tank initially. Oh, yeah. Because the burst damage a badly-geared tank can take in heroic is even from trash. Yep. Because they hit. Hard, yeah. That's what makes it heroic. Depending where you're at, there's some, and actually, you know, even better, going in with a tank that can absorb damage and has actually run it a few times yes. can be very helpful as well. Or somebody in your group that can point out the poles and point out what you're going to be dealing with. And you know, so go in, if at all possible, go in with an experienced, well geared group yeah. that can help you get geared up. Yep. And then you, you can return the right. favor by coming in with the next person. You'll come exactly. in and heal some DPSers that don't have the best gear in the world, but go in with a good tank and you, and rinse, repeat, and thus is the community improved. Right. That's the point. 
Io, you got anything from the void? Uh, yeah, not from the void. Actually, the the email. Did you guys read the about the show, about the show email? No, I have not. No. Okay. You may have. Um, hi there. Kionesa here, level 25 Draenei Priestess, Stormrage server. As usual, you guys have an awesome show, but shouldn't you try to weasel your way out of doing the old world instances? Since, because we level so 27 question marks. <laughs> Awesomely fast that we skip these anyway. Tangent alert, Firefly rules. It does. Um, secondly, how about a couple of shows about a certain class? You could get into the specifics of what's what with each one, what to look out for, class-specific quests, what type of gear with what type of buffs. To conclude this email, and this is why I read this email, <laughs> may many pets find their way into Iolite's bags while we wait for the zoo expansion. Later, guys and gals. That from Kayonesa, or Kayaneka, depending upon how she pronounces it or he pronounces it. Level 25, Draenei, Priestess, Stormrage. Nice. So, questions were, should we weasel our way out of doing old world instances for the Masters of Five? Um, I know my answer. What's but. your answer? <laughs> you guys go ahead. I'd, I'd have to give it some thought, personally. I'm not sure if... We might do a show that covers several of yeah, them. Yeah, maybe that'd be the way to do it. Just bang out several of them in a row and just go from there just for the the sheer unadulterated fun of it yeah a lot of it will depend though i think also though on the expansion if they actually do open those up to having a heroic mode you know what you do though is you do this as we're getting ready for the wrath of the lich king expansion and you talk about it for farming gold yeah, there's still so gold you to be run, made. So you run those instances. There is still gold to be made. Righteous orbs and the yep. sale of righteous orbs. All the things that you can DE for enchanting materials or just sell straight on the auction house. Hmm. So when we're, you're, you're getting your character moneyed up as you get ready for Wrath of the Lich King, is, being able to know I want to target these instances because these are the ones that are going to produce gold for me. Going back and doing a um, the loot run on Dire Maul. Right. right. Oh God, the tribute run. The tribute yes. run. You go and do it. So go and do a tribute yeah. run in Dire Mall. Go in and do and and you could hit again, like Grail says, you could hit several in one show. Mm-hmm. But just targeting those instances that drop more items and items that sell. Yeah, well, well, and I think that would be a nice way to do it, so it doesn't bore right. people. My only question, though, would be, and I think you know, it's something we definitely look into: is is it worth it to do that uh, compared to dailies? That's a hard one because when last time we were grinding cash like this, there weren't right. dailies. So, I mean, you figure if you're going to spend your time there, is it going to net you more than the 250 or so gold? It's probably equivalent. Well, that a daily could get you. There's the long shot of things like the, the flask recipe that drops off the end of um, Strat Live. Right. Still right. sells for four to 600 gold. Okay. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's, I, but those are the long shots. I would suspect. That if you're seriously grinding cash, you'd mix the two. Yeah, if you're, I mean, if you were playing tons, it's a matter of you know, if you're time limited, right? Where is your time? Which one's the best to do? Yeah, no, I agree. might be just a nice break from the from the daily from grind. From the, di- the daily grind, <laughs> it's it is. There we grind. go. Okay, we're doing the bombing run again. Okay. Yeah, let's go get some roots. Okay. <laughs> now let's go look at some things through goggles. Okay. Yeah, now let's great. go get some armaments, lather, rinse. Yeah. Let's go to the old world and. Beat up on stuff that used to kill us. Yeah, there's always that. Oh, there's that, that factor. That payback for sure. Factor, for of sure. course. No, it's a good question, though. Well, I think there's it bears some talking about. It's also a matter of how much time we wind up waiting before Wrath actually is on approach. Any patches that happen between now and then, basically, whether we run out of stuff to talk about. 
That's always true, too. Looking at the suggestions we've gotten from the thread in the forums of future topics, we're probably not in a lot of danger of no, running out of topics. No, I think we're okay at the moment. <laughs> As a reminder, next two shows that we will be hosting, remember, next week is Donut Shop. Week after that will be Tanking and Healing Tanks. And the week after that will be our last Outlands, Masters of Five, Akanai Crips. Yes. Also, a couple things I forgot to mention earlier. Please, if you have the opportunity and you use iTunes, go into our page on iTunes, which can be gotten to from the WoW Radio uh, show page for Casually Hardcore. You can click on iTunes. It'll take you right there. And take a moment and write us an honest review. Uh, TB did a front page article a few few weeks back uh, outlining why we would like to have this happen. It seems that fans of certain other podcasts think they are doing a service to their podcast by going and carpet bombing every other podcast in the World of Warcraft community with negative reviews that just transparently and obviously are people who have never actually listened to the show and are just trying to, and they they just happen to mention this other podcast you might want to go listen to. Um, and I don't think I don't think it's any kind of coordinated effort on the part of the actual producers of the other podcasts. I think it's fanboys and fangirls being immature. Yeah, and we benefit greatly from honest feedback. We're not looking for you to go in there and simply sing our praises for no good reason. Go no. give us some honest feedback, and we will take that feedback and use it to try and improve the show. Additionally, on the front page, Turtle Biscuit has a. Story about voting on the Doc Martin's website for the Goon Boot. So please go in, read what Total Biscuit has to say, and cast your vote to make sure that the boot we wish to have made gets made. Lovely. They have a design contest. Apparently this boot is now leading the pack, and they want to keep it that way. Check out <laughs> WCRadio.com and follow the link. And we are out of time also. I guess so. All right. Thank you all very much for listening. If we didn't get to your email, we're sorry. Yep. Um, and enjoy the Summer Fire Festival. Definitely. Happy leveling. Oh, by yes. the way, we are, uh, we are throwing ourselves into the forge, so we will actually die by fire today. Woot. Thank mm. you for listening to this episode of Casually Hardcore, Live on Wild Radio. Join us on the web, www.wcradio.com. Stay tuned. Octail and Hordak versus the world is coming up next. We will see you or hear from you next week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye, radio people. Bombardier, 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 bombardier,